Welcome in to the Sunday series of the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to take a little bit of a turn here that has become just a really big deal over this past week. We're going to talk about parallel universes of self and reality shifting because, wow, did it ever come home to roost since we have last talked on here on Sunday. And what happened is that, unbeknownst to Fred and me, there was a viral video on TikTok back in July, so what, about six weeks or so ago, from a young lady who is 26, according to her profile, lives in New Zealand, posted a, about a three-minute excerpt from the audiobook Parallel Universes of Self that went viral, million and a half views as of now. Well, that spiked a huge bump in audiobook sales because I noticed as I've dug into this that most of these people that are kind of following this very closely now, it's become a huge, we'll talk about this in a second, huge area on TikTok. They're all young, teens and 20s, and mostly female. And there is a wake-up and a revival going on in this area. Huge. Listen to these statistics. So for the keyword on TikTok, reality shifting, there have been eight and a half billion views. Just the word shifting alone is 18 billion. And then there's this whole category now, shift talk, with two T's, S-H-I-F-T-T-O-K, 6.3 billion. Certainly probably some crossover there. Glitch in the Matrix, 2.2 billion, and Parallel Universe, 650 million. So however you want to parse the data, that still is a lot of people looking at this topic. If you go over there and you start digging into this, you'll see the term DR, desired reality. Looks like there are DR clubs even, DR subgroups, all of this. Wow. And it all comes on the heels of this, like the Dolores Cannon stuff that Fred and I talked about a couple of episodes back in our interview. Are we moving into this new era? Well, I got to tell you, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen anything like this? And I'll tell you, I would love to be younger. I would love to be like those of you in your 30s or late 20s or late 30s, early 40s. I'd love to be in that bracket. But, but my soul chose this time and I would not trade the perspective of having grown up in the 60s and seeing what happened then. I mean, I remember watching the lunar landing. I remember JFK. I remember Martin Luther King. I remember all of that stuff from the 60s. And then, of course, the 70s and the whole perspective of like what we are experiencing now, when I compare that to the decades of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, what is going on? I guess the old farmer that was born in the 1860s, lived a long, productive life, suddenly saw these great big birds flying in the sky in the 1920s and 30s and wondered, what in the world is going on up there? Well, that's kind of what we're facing here. Things are changing. There is a new reality among us. This one is spiritual more than it's physical. Now, we're talking about basically something becoming popular that Fred Dodson wrote the book in 2006, but he could have written it in the year 1317 because it doesn't matter. This is a universal concept that has been with us as long as we've been on the planet and will continue to be. Mass consciousness is catching up with it. 
which in and of itself is what Parallel Universes of Self talks about, a shift in reality. So back to my own story of what happened this past week. The previous week, I was narrating in the audiobook, trying to redo the book, and I'm wondering now if maybe just what's not broken don't fix, but thought, well, we could do it a lot better. And so I was narrating in the book and hit chapter five, which is the pure technique, which is, as Fred says, the technique to shift reality. So if you have the book and you want to freshen up on that, chapter five, it also was the topic of our level up last week, which is available on YouTube under the Fun Astrology YouTube channel or in our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast Listeners. So there are replays where we went through the whole process and then did a meditation around it. So all of that is there on Level Up. We're not going to totally recreate that here. But I had done it for myself about what would be now as this is being released on October 1st, that it would be about two weeks ago that I did this as I was narrating the book. And the basic theme that I did in my little pure technique exercise of visualizing the reality that I wanted and then stepping into it was about greatly expanded audiobook sales the next week. <laughs> now, is that, what do you call that? Is that manifesting? Or, or literally, is that shifting into a world where there is expansion in this area? And this whole reality-shifting TikTok craze that's going on has been going on since all the way back to 2021, as far as I could find, maybe before that. So it's been there. My reality just caught up with it. Why? Because I created that not knowing what I was creating. So now here is a whole new realm and group that is not familiar with this work. And they're young. And they get it. And you know what else was interesting as I was fishing around in there uh, for a little bit this week? Harry Potter. And I've mentioned this because why is astrology so popular among millennials? Because that age group grew up with Harry Potter. Well, it's still big because when you look at this shifting stuff, it's a lot of it is about shifting into Harry Potter kind of realities. So when you think about all of the things, I know a lot of you want to do something else. This is the thing I'm getting in these readings that I'm doing, these astrology readings that I'm doing, is the same thing that you guys were saying back in 2001. I just know there's something else for me to be doing. I know there's more. Well, when you think about all the pieces that have come together, why was Fred Dodson motivated to write that book in 2006? Why was J.K. Rowling given that book, basically, in the 90s. Do you not think that the universe knows what it's doing, and that this is designed and timed to this era, and we all get to be a part of it? Is that not just beautiful? So I went back to a previous podcast episode. This originally aired March 12, 2022, as podcast 282. But I went in and pulled an excerpt from it, we were having the Reality Creation Seminar in Orlando, and this was Fred's first seminar since the pandemic. The group of people was just electric, and one of the participants was a young lady by the name of Addie from Houston, beautiful soul, and she told some stories of creating realities. I mean, she was doing it right there. So there's more on that episode, 282, but I pulled an excerpt here that I wanted to revisit 
in context of this, because what lit me up about this, even when we were doing it and now, is that here is somebody just like you, just like me, on her journey, doing the thing. She's a mom of a couple of young kids, as you will hear. She's a career woman. She's a wife. Sound familiar, right? And she's a parallel universe reality creator. And that's the beauty of this, is I just thought, in light of this whole space, let's just stand in what's happening, kind of stand in awe, really. And I'm sorry that we weren't uh, maybe highlighting this more in 2021 and 22, because it's been going on. Well, we're here now, and it's the perfect right time. So this is from the seminar room. There's a little background noise, but it is a wonderful interview with somebody who is just as real as can be. And this actually happened. Well, my I'm married with the two young children. They're four and five. And a while back, um, I, I guess about a year, a year and a half ago, I was reading Parallel Universes of Self. In my, my personal life, I was just extremely just, I felt a bit hopeless with my marriage, with my husband. I mean, nothing was right. I'll just, yeah, leave it at that. I mean, nothing was right. And so it occurred to me, though, and I kept thinking, you know, there's just someone else out there who gets me. You know, there's a perfect person. My soulmate is out there. And um, so in my mind, I started going down all of these awfulizing paths, like, okay, we're going to get divorced, and the kids are going to, you know, have to grow up with, you know, two separate households, and just everything that comes along with that lifestyle. Dark thoughts. Yeah, just really dark thoughts. And it occurred to me that it wasn't a part, there wasn't a person, a specific person out there that I was looking for. It was the feeling that I needed from that person, whoever that person was. What gave you that idea of feeling? That I needed a feeling? Versus somebody, somebody. to be a certain way, right? Um, I heard someone share that just in manifesting a life partner. And I thought, well, why can't I do that with my existing partner? You know, wouldn't it be easier to try to step on or hop onto a parallel reality or onto a timeline that where that my existing husband or my husband in that as that person exists? Mm. So I started um, visualizing my husband as that person, someone who was respectful, someone who was thoughtful, considerate, who helped with the kids. And there was more um, even division of duty with helping with the children. Um, and I didn't imagine him as if he were that way. I imagined him being that way in the present now. This is the way he is. Were you feeling that too? Absolutely. Yes. So you were feeling it and seeing it. Yes. The combination. Yes. Yeah. Both. Yes. The, yeah. There was high emotion with it mm. in, that, in that feeling. And I, I couldn't believe it, but within days our say that again in days days the dynamic in our relationship started shifting and this was nothing that i you know gave him a heads up about look this is what i'm doing you know this is what i expect i mean that wouldn't have worked anyway i probably would have gone the opposite direction but um yeah it was it was truly amazing like it you know we we've had this pattern in our marriage for you know 10 11 years of being a certain way and it changes within a few days. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that I was perfect. I'm sure that I contributed a lot in the way he was behaving. You know, um, I was um, probably projecting 
or he was probably in many ways responding to my energy, you know, what, um, so I wasn't like an angel in this entire scenario, but I knew that in order for him to be the person that I needed to be fulfilled emotionally, I needed to start tapping into that timeline. How do I do that? I start feeling the feeling of him being that way. I start um, saying in the present, this is who he is. Wow. And where is it today? A year and a half or so later? A year and a half or so later, we are much better than we were. Um, it's a much more respectful, considerate, relate- I mean, exactly what I pictured. Now, I will say there are times where if I mentally or like energetically, if I start going down, say, to like the level three or four area. Back to, to the be, dark thoughts. Back to the dark thoughts. I have to be cautious because I can easily slip back into that mindset um, of the way he used to be. And I make a conscious effort to redirect those thoughts and those intentions and that feeling to get back to where we were, where he, he was. You know, that dream guy, that husband that I had always wanted. So how else have you used that technique? When I was listening to uh, Fred's book, Parallel Universes of Self, on the commute home one day, um, there was at a certain point in the book, I hadn't completed it yet, but at a certain point in the book, it clicked that, yes, there are truly infinite realities at this moment of my life. I mean, in the book, Fred talked about, you know, there's a version of you who went to Hollywood, a version who didn't, a version who's rich, poor, neither, both. You know, I mean, like he went through all of these scenarios and there was something about the way he described that that made me realize that there are infinite number of me's out there. And in the moment, it just, it sounded like common sense. You know, I'm like, why did my parents teach me this? Um, so in that moment, I started thinking, I said, well, there's a version of me out there who, after we got married, my husband and I got married, remained healthy and stayed active physically and who was fit and who weighs less than I do right now. And so I said, okay, I'm going to jump on to that timeline. So I mentally thought that, okay, I'm jumping, I'm going to step into this timeline vibratorily. I'm just going to be that person. And then I took a step further and I said to myself, my head, the version of myself that I'm stepping into is married to the version of my husband who also remained on a healthy lifestyle from after we got married. And after that, I, you know, the book continued and I forgot about it. I got home, life continued. A few days later, my husband says, out of the blue, it looks like you've lost weight. And I was just like, <laughs> what? Like, I, it, was, it was so hard. I just didn't understand it because I hadn't consciously done anything differently. And I was just like, wow. So I was really blown away. And then a couple of days later, he comes out of the bathroom, which is where the scale is. And he said, I've lost some weight. He's like, I haven't even been trying. And then I was like, oh my goodness. Now this, <laughs> this is bizarre. This is a little bit strange. And so I thought, okay, maybe it's coincidence. You know, your, your mind, the logical mind tries to step in and start making, um, you know, logical reasons for why this happens. Like logical basic, us on our physical, what we can see reality. And, um, and then a couple days later, he walks into the kitchen and says, I lost more weight. He said, I, he's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not even doing anything. And he was really proud of himself, even though he wasn't doing anything to do it. And at that point, I started laughing because it was 
I was incredulous. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my goodness, this actually works. And this is my introduction to this entire, I guess, realm of thought, belief, um, philosophy, everything. Mm -hmm. And so I, it was just, yeah, mind-blowing for me. And what was especially interesting or what was noteworthy to me about the entire thing, one of the many things that was, was that I'm really grateful that I discovered Fred's literature before other, I guess, champions in the area, other authors who write about reality creation and manifesting. Because um, had I read theirs first, I would think that there has to be this big ceremonious production around, you know, creating a reality. Like you must, you, you got to find your Zen spot. You have to be in a quiet space. You have to, you know, spend half hour, an hour getting there. And I did it while driving. <laughs> In Houston. In Houston, uh, no, no less, yes. It's about like saying L.A. or Chicago and, or something, right? It's like, Houston's traffic is no big deal. <laughs> Why are you even mentioning it? It's been horrible for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. So um, it was really neat. And I remember wanting to, I remember in my mind thinking, gosh, I really wish I could ask Fred, was that possible or is, are these just coincidences, you know? But well, he's right there. I know. <laughs> just I'm like, him. oh, yeah, it's the real deal. It's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. See, so, that was his answer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, really, really. Amazing. That's what I love about this story is the simplicity of it. Yeah. You were driving in gnarly traffic and you just go, okay, I'm going to create a parallel timeline. I'm going to go jump from here to there. Mm -hmm. That's the whole nature of the book. Thank you, Addie, for that amazing story. But, you know, that is available, that kind of amazing story and what happened this week. I didn't lift a finger for any of that. Fred didn't either. He didn't know this person. There was no connection of who did this video. And I will put it in the show notes if you'd like to see what the video was. But no fingers were lifted around here. Same thing you just heard Addie describe. We're going to talk more about this in future episodes, but now for our Sunday Meditation series, I think this is best for you to explore what you need at this point. You've heard two powerful stories of reality shifting. So maybe if you have the book or audiobook, you want to go to that section. It's the very beginning of Chapter 5, and just listen through or read through the pure technique again and implement that now. Or maybe you want to go back and re-listen to episode 282. Maybe your soul wants to hear what we did last Sunday on Level Up. So go back and find the September 24th, 2022 on YouTube or the Facebook group. Maybe that's what you need to do and watch through that. We went through it step by step with a meditation. Maybe you just need your coffee or tea in the morning and your journal and some time and some quiet. Maybe you need to put all this down and go for a walk. Integrate this out on the walking or hiking trail or ride a bike or whatever it is that you do to be in your optimum prime state for the next minutes after this. What I would encourage you is stay in the moment. In other words, don't delay it. I hope you have it in your schedule to do something after this to follow up with it. And here's the really cool part. Let me close with Marianne Williamson's famous quote. And I got the whole paragraph, not just the one-liner that we're all familiar with, because this is the real nuts of bolts of this whole thing. She says, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. 
Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So do you want to help change the world, truly change the world, rather than observing or even complaining about how crazy everything is? Shift your reality. Step into a parallel universe of higher ground. Up your game. Deepen your commitment. Find something that lights your soul up, like Addie did, or like I did. The audiobooks in more hands reaching more people, or just the guy or gal that you dreamed of, or the kind of home that you really wanted, place that feels secure and feels like home. All of that raises the entire consciousness, one soul at a time. So whatever it is that you're feeling your soul wants to do next to step into this, I really would encourage you to take at least 20 or 30 minutes and be with it. And I know that if you are following your soul, you will enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks so much for listening. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.